You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is the Porpoise Pod. Porpoise Pod. It's a podcast with a purpose. All dolphins. All the time. Touchdown! Now, here's your host, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solana. Porpoise Pod, oh Porpoise Pod, to what will expose the Bills as frauds. Welcome on in, everybody, and welcome back to Solana. Back together, Porpoise Pod, reunited, and it feels so good. We've put that loss in. We needed a 24-hour rule just together before we gathered after that. Too, too, Too fresh of a wound. But Solana, good to be back uh, porping with you, man. How are you? Well, how was your trip out west? It was good. I missed you, though, Tobin. I really missed, missed you, you, buddy. Yeah. I missed you, too. What was it? Uh, what was your favorite part? Obviously, it wasn't the games. So uh, what was your favorite <laughs> part out west? Uh, In-N-Out Burger was pretty good. I've got to tell you, In-N-Out, definitely up there. And, you know, L.A. Tobin, eh, overrated. Let's start Hoity-toity. there. LA overrated too too spread out takes you an hour to get from anywhere to anywhere uh but I, am I fat for saying in and out I think that no. was the fair part no in and out was I had in and out in Dallas I went to an Errol Spence fight um it was when we uh I don't know were you there did, did you go on that trip I don't know if you no, went I've there. heard I've heard that uh you and and Crowder made Hawk walk like seven miles or something <laughs> right. like that. that's right I remember that it was uh we went to uh Whataburger which uh Hawk really wanted to go to which I didn't think that was that great he loved it but uh I thought In-N-Out was way better yeah yeah In-N-Out is legit and uh you know there was like a 30 car line but you're literally in and out of there within minutes it was great it was perfect delightful delightful um all right man so i did a, a solo deal uh after the game so first off let's just get some of your thoughts uh, just a couple takeaways you had from sunday night football uh your feelings of their loss to the chargers how much did you hurt and uh what i guess bothered you the most from the game so i listened to your solo pod and uh i was hoping it would make me feel a little bit better after the loss and tobin i mean it was tough to do that sunday night so yeah it was was a fresh wound dude it was it was really it was tough too i mean we're i was at your keg south and kendall's in your stomping uh, your stomping grounds i after after i missed your your watch party i'm like you know what i miss i miss keg south so i had that's literally before we taped I had dinner at Keg South tonight. It was good. I enjoyed it. And we had a bunch of listeners. Uh, it was cool. But it was so odd because it was like I, I still had that same thing with the 49ers game where I was like, man, I feel like they're they're right in this. I, I don't know what the hell these first halves have been. I, I, I can't explain it. But like between the explosive fluky plays with Tyreek Hill and the bombs of Tyreek, I was like, oh, maybe. But, you know. It, it it did sting. I'm not going to, because I knew the laughter was coming. 
Yeah, no, no, for sure. Emmanuel Acho is already off the Tua bandwagon. He he put out the apology to uh to Chargers Nation. Let me so- tell you something. I, I could smell that a mile away. It smelled <laughs> exactly like Kendrick Perkins. Remember when Kendrick Perkins was trying to get on the heat bandwagon and was doing the dem goons thing? Yeah. I, I I knew that was fraudulent. This guy was only in it for the clicks. And he used he used the Hawk and Crowder show as as the platform to do it too, right. which which stung even more for me because I thought this dude was Miami through and through. And the second they lost one game to Boston, he's like, this series is over. Boston's going to win it. I mean, he jumped off the bandwagon immediately. Uh, Tobin, two days removed now because we're recording this Tuesday night. If I want to put a positive spin on it, right? If mm-hmm. I'm trying to be optimistic, I'm right. What you said is where I'm at, which is as bad as the Dolphins played, as bad as the offense looked in both of these games, you were there with a chance to win this game late. Had you gotten the uh, the lucky bounce on the onside kick, Jason Sanders finally could have done something worthwhile this season. Then you know you you had a chance to go down there and win the game. So as bad as they played, like that's that's me being optimistic, right? That's me telling myself, hey, they played their two worst games offensively all season with Tua in the lineup, and they still had a chance to win games against pretty decent to above average teams. Obviously, San Francisco is really good, but. But Tobin, mm-hmm. I'm I I mean I, I feel I, I don't feel good about Sunday really? or wow. Saturday night in Buffalo. I, I don't feel good about two on the offense right now. And uh to be honest, mm-hmm. I I was I was down bad on wow. Sunday. I was down bad on that flight back home. I really was. I I I I was down bad. I mean, I I, I, I don't feel I don't feel like this team is, is as elite as I thought they were previously going out on this West Coast road trip. And I'm trying not to get caught in the moment. I'm trying not to, you know, overreact to two obviously bad performances that I don't think are are indicative of what this team really is. I know two is better than what we saw the other day. But to me, so much was riding on this three-game road trip. And whether we made too much of it going into it is a fair question. And I'd be willing to, to have that conversation. But... Bottom line is these were three big games mm-hmm. and you poop the bed in the first two and, and it's not going to get any easier. You're playing the best team of the three in the toughest conditions now on Saturday and a team that wants to kick your ass, a team True. that feels disrespected. They feel like people have been hyping up the Dolphins and they want to kick your ass. And I, I just don't see a way that the Dolphins can beat the Bills on Saturday. And I know this isn't the preview pod, but um, I, I just don't, I, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope everybody clips this and, and calls me a bum on Sunday morning when we porp it up after the game, but I just don't, I, I don't, I don't see it. I think this team is somewhere in the middle of what we've seen the last two Sundays and what we saw those five straight wins where they were the most prolific offense in the NFL. I think they're somewhere right in the middle, which will be good enough for a playoff run and maybe a playoff win but I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. So I've I've totally changed course. I've changed trajectory on the outlook, my outlook on this team. And it sucks. I don't want to be here. And maybe mm. you can talk me out of it. Maybe a win on Saturday totally changes my outlook. And I'm just going to be flip-flopping back and forth because I'm a coward. And I know I am, Tobin. But I just got to be honest. I can't lie to the listener. Okay. I have, I have jumped off Dolphins Super Bowl bandwagon. Wow. Just like yeah. that, huh? Just like that. Is it because you were? Is it because it was Justin Herbert versus Tua? Like you were, yep. you were, you were tired of everybody laughing at you on Twitter. 
that's exactly what it is. Tobin, he had six completions before the final drive when they just let him dunk it underneath mm-hmm. because they weren't going to give up the big play. He had six completions. And if you take away the one bomb to Tyreek Hill, he had like five reception, five completions for 80-something yards. It was bad. It wasn't a great performance from him. I feel way worse about the game that he had in San Francisco, though, oddly enough, than I did with the Chargers game. I thought the Chargers had a good game plan. I think what, st- what stings about it is they're not a good defense. And yeah. the fact that you have to just say, hey, I think they outplayed us is it, it sucks. You don't want to say that. But I thought that, you know, with them, they kind of out physical a lot of our receivers. I thought they took Jalen Waddle out of that game. I know that a lot of these guys are banged up. Um, but San Francisco, you know, I don't know who that was with him because he was just missing stuff wide open stuff that stuff was that one to me is the more disheartening game because you lose to a third string quarterback on your defensive (laughs) side and you lose to two and not executing plays that were there I don't know if the plays were there I think that you got to give credit to that doofus Brandon Staley and his fake wheelbarrow balls because (laughs) he I think I think he's he, he did a good job against Mike McDaniel they clearly were trying to take away the middle of the field um you know, and, and I think they did a good job of that. I think that that to me is still fixable and, and, and they can tune some of these things up. Obviously it's not great going into a situation where they have to go win a game. And the first news that we get is it's going to be seven inches of snow. <laughs> That's not great because nope. Tua cold weather, not fantastic. That being said, you're already talking about, you know, this bills team, what, what are they braving the elements? This team, they're scared of everything. Oh, son. Oh, we got to leave. There's too much snow. Let's go to Detroit. They finally got forced to play in some flurries last week. And all of a sudden, you want to, you know, give them a better rose. They got to play Joe Flacco half the time. That doesn't count. By the way, do you have a ski jacket and maybe some boots I can borrow? Because I am a Miami dude with no, like, this sweater is the thickest thing I own right now. And I'm wearing it in 75 degrees. If you Miami legitimately cold. want me to, if you legitimately want me to, and you're not doing a bit, I will bring you a jacket tomorrow because I was just in Tennessee. So, please tell me if you want me to bring you something. We'll, it's probably. We'll I mean, it. you're a lot skinnier than I am, so I don't know. You might. Be, it might be the coat wearing <laughs> you, but uh, but yeah, I, I can help you out there. It's you know, and also you got to watch out for these idiots with their flaming tables. So be oh, careful. Oh my God, Buffalo fans are so dumb. I mean, I'm I'm not looking forward to this road trip at all. I mean, just you better watch all. it. I'm I'm just the Dolphins fan has to be uh, the Dolphins have to be worried about sex toys being thrown out on the field and <laughs> urinated snowballs. You know, and, you just just be and, careful. And you know, you you know, Josh Allen is gonna just be in your face, QB, on Saturday. Every throw, he's gonna celebrate like he's winning the Super Bowl. Remember last last year they were up, the game was out of reach, and they went for two on a play, and Christian yeah. Wilkins wanted to fight him at midfield. Um, but they got some history, those two. Yeah. But you know, the the reason why the San Francisco loss bothered me, but it it was frustrating that they left so many plays on the field. But the reason why this one bothered me more, and it, it was beyond Tua, it was from Mike McDaniel, where for the first time in the first half, the Dolphins can't get anything going. And for the first time, I felt like McDaniel dropped the ball in not being able to adjust. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, the, the whole like offensive guru thing, you know, so much goes into that. And and what does that really mean? But he's shown us this year that clearly he's a, an extremely talented offensive mind. You know, it, it, it it's yeah. obvious at this point. There's no doubt about it. Even those games tour was out, this Dolphins offense was putting up numbers. Look what he's done with Tyree Kill. Look what he's done 
uh, with Jalen Waddle. Like it, it's not, it's not a facade that he's put on through the first 13 weeks of the season. And all of a sudden the Dolphins true colors are coming to light. I don't believe that, but I would have wanted to see a different approach in the second half. And there was none, there was nothing the Dolphins could do in my opinion and, and nothing they did that showed me that they went and they went into the halftime and said, okay, clearly our game plan, we have to throw it out the window because it didn't work. Let's try this now. And that's yeah. what was frustrating to me because in the second half, they looked just as lost. I, I hear that from you and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying don't be upset with it, but they lost Jeff Wilson, who is like yeah. their power guy and really does set up all that, that play action stuff that they do. Um, you know, he is that thunder to, to most it's lightning and, you know, Tyreek Hill played a season low snaps because he's out there basically on one leg. Like, yeah. you're not going to look like as much of a genius without Tyreek Hill. That's just the facts. And, and, and Tyreek Hill being limited on the amount of snaps that he was able to play is uh, is is a tough go uh, for him to not look like as much of a genius. But, you know, and but also I'm not shook that he can't make adjustments from week to week. I think we have seen from him. Um you know, this is a guy I, I think is I think the fan base has, has had a lot of faith in. I'm not going to all of a sudden be completely, you know, rats off a ship on the guy's ability to get things right with uh, one time because he, he got out schemed. I think yeah. that this is part of his he's a rookie, too. You know, like he's got he's got some learning to do as well. And, and everybody's got to get on the same page. I do wonder about, um, you know, he talked this week about pressing and the players. press. I wonder if he's pressing. I wonder what what that's got to be like for him. You know, we talked a lot about with uh, the San Francisco game to uh, maybe he wanted to do too much for Mike McDaniel. And maybe that was why he was so juiced up on those throws or something like that. But, you know, he had this whole, oh, I, it was my first trip out West and we bonded together and we all really got to know each other and love one another. And you fall flat on your face. Like, I think that can kind of, really spark you and be like man sometimes that stuff doesn't matter and you just kind of get get down to it and and i'm not by the way like i'm not out on mcdaniel you know i'm, I'm not i'm not just gonna jump off the mcdaniel train because of you know one bad game it, it's just what made me so frustrated about that chargers game it's that nothing worked to us throwing passes that just don't make sense there was one play where it's like a play action and he throws a bomb to tyreek and tyreek has a step on the receiver and tyreek just didn't see it he, yeah. he lost the lost ball. In the lights. Yeah. <laughs> he loses it. And then there was another play where he throws it to Jalen Waddle. And I don't know if it, like that one wasn't as, as wide open as a Tyreek one was, but Jalen Waddle just didn't even know the ball was coming his way either. You know, there were some, there were just throws. There's another throw that Tua throws to Tyreek Hill. There's five guys around Tyreek and thank God Tua just threw it so poorly that the ball couldn't have been intercepted because Tyreek Hill's running down the middle of the field and Tua just threw it towards the, the sideline and nobody was there. But he just looked totally, totally rattled. And that that worried me. You know, mm -hmm. it really did. From the very first series where the Dolphins go three and out, three incompletions, to me, he, he looked a little bit rattled. And I mean, you know, it's December, bro. You, you got to step up your game in these situations. And we remember what he did last year in Tennessee. I brought it up a couple of times where – after that Tennessee game, I was seriously doubting if Tua could be the guy. Mm -hmm. And he's put all those questions to bed. I'm not questioning whether he's the guy. I'm not questioning how good he is. I know how good he is. Yeah. But, you know, to be elite, the category that I was putting him in two weeks ago, 
he needs to be able to perform in these games. I think I, that to me, that's that's legit. I just don't think I'm not. I, I get your worries. I get it. But I just look at the character of the guy and I say this kid burst onto the scene on a national championship game and won his team a title. He comes into the NFL. Nobody wants him. He's playing on half a hip. You know, he's got to deal with all of that drama every step of the way last year. Um, you know, he has to deal with nine offensive coordinators, all that stuff. And, you know, finally was put into this position and he's leading the league in quarterback rating for most of the season. He was what a top two in odds for MVP. He's leading everything in Pro Bowl voting. Like, I just don't think that stuff gets erased. And also won a game with the concussion against this team. Like, all right, like got knocked out of the game against the Bills, came back and chucked bombs to beat their ass with limited plays. And I just think that the guy is as rock solid as they come with his, with his fortitude, not a good enough performance the last two weeks, not excusing it, but I'm definitely still a believer that this guy's going to get done. Maybe he makes me look like a huge idiot <laughs> and, and Josh Allen smokes him and AJ and Vanessa and Greg Rousseau eat his lunch and Ed Oliver, you know, spears him. I don't know, but I just feel like that moment is going to be here for him. I really do. I feel like he has mostly answered the bell. They have had time now. He had a couple of times where they were riding high. Now they've been humbled a little bit. I just feel a, a, a great sense that he is going to be able to, and Mike McDaniel is going to be able to bounce back. I don't fear the bills. I haven't feared them all year. I, I, I would say if you told me the teams that I would be more, I would be more worried about the Bengals. I would be more worried about the chiefs. Teams that are like legitimately like, you know, have, have been further than the Bills. What has this Bills team done? They are the, the, this team is a paper champion. In the boxing terms, we call this, we call this a, a, an email champion. Sometimes a sanctioning <laughs> body will just email somebody a title and declare them champion. This team has done nothing, been nowhere. They're the most notorious losers out there and their fan base whined about the sun. So I'm not going to sit here. And by the way, Mike McDaniel's taking pot shots. He's telling them nobody cares about the weather. Don't <laughs> tell me that's not a subtle dig. He knows what he's doing. Yep. Nobody, everybody calls me crazy on this. He knows what he's doing. I, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like I was, I, I hated what happened because I knew it was going to be coming. You had a lot of people who were starting to either bend on their opinion of Tua or were backing off their opinion of Tua but all they really needed was one to pounce back on and be right where they were. Don't let Dolphins. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to Dolphins. Don't let their cowardice bleed into your cowardice. But we needed at least a decent performance against Herbert. We need, I understand. I, I, I understand. I it. it was a bad. I needed it. I needed it. I needed. I'm not saying he needed to go out there, throw for 500 yards, five touchdowns, and be you know Dan Marino. But to have sit. Well, I'm, I'm sitting there in the fourth quarter and I'm getting some stats for Joe and Jimmy. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying guys, we're down 23, whatever it was, 23 to 14. He has six completions right now. He has six completions. In I was sure going to have, what do you have at halftime? It was three of 15 for 25. I, I mean, I was, I was shook, bro. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I was being a coward at halftime. I'm like, Oh mm -hmm. no, this is, this is going to get out of hand. Um, I'm with you though. The bills are, but I still, but did you not still think, be honest with me when he hit that bomb to Tyree kill, 
Did you yeah. not think they were winning that game? I thought they were winning that game. 100%. I thought they were winning that game. And, and I thought it was Baltimore part two. I thought he was going to turn it on. That's the thing that is crazy about it is because this guy's number one critique all year is he's not going to be able to have explosive plays. And that's really all he's had over the last two weeks because yeah. the other stuff, it's the others, the stuff we think he's great at, the things that we know this guy is elite dissecting a defense throwing over the middle that's what's been lost and that's what's odd and that i think is the crazy i feel like he's going to get that back because it's not he's been good at that his whole career yeah i feel like i i just can't I, that guy's just not gone yeah maybe teams have made adjustment i don't think that he can't adjust back to it i i hate that argument by by a lot of people that i'm seeing that that the niners were able to figure out the script for tua you know like they they figured it out that that no. now teams now teams know exactly what to do to scheme against Tua defensively, and I hate that because it's not like you know uh, Derrick Henry where they they're just stacking the box. I mean, bottom line, you still have to stop Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill, and and you don't just know how to do that from one game to the to the other. You know, so I, I hate that argument. To me, as much as because I, I read the stat, I remember Marcel Louis Jacques tweeted out that uh, towards the end of the game. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle um, only had like a yard. Tyreek only had a yard of separation, and Jalen Waddle had less than a yard of separation against defenders, which is this is San Fran or LA against LA, which is okay. insane. Considering every time he was throwing them the ball, they were so wide open. So I, I hate that idea where they took away the middle of the field, and 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 maybe they did, but Tua can throw the ball to the sidelines too, you know. So I I, I don't I don't think that. Tua can't or won't be able to now throw the precision short passes that we've seen or, or middle passes that we've seen just because the Niners and Chargers did it. So I'm with you there. Like, I think that will return, but uh, I, I need to see it. I need to see it. We'll take a quick break here on the Porpoise Pod. A man who is disgusted by the lack of faith he is seeing, Javon Holland. He has called out the fan base. Gets the Porpoise Pod, swims on after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Porpoise Pod swimming on here. Tobin and Solana back reacting to Dolphins' loss of the Chargers, getting ready for Dolphins and Bills. Uh, Solana is is been shook. He has been a little bit rattled from Sunday Night Football uh, as we as we get ready for the biggest game of the season. Look, if I told I, I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it. If I told you you could only get one road game, Solana, would you have taken? Would you have wanted it to it a stunt on Herbert? Or would you wanted him to do it on the, against the Bills? Let's beat the Bills in Buffalo, baby. Come on. Let's That's go the one, beat dude. The stupid Bills in Buffalo. But uh, look, a lot of the fan base has been rattled. And it uh, one of the Dolphin stars has taken notice. And this was Javon Holland. This was him on Instagram. And uh, this is what he uh, this is what he had to say when when asked about uh, I guess somebody asked him on Instagram, did he believe in Tua? And he found this laughable. I gotta yeah let me talk about that shit how are y'all gonna say Tua sold 
when he's been fucking playing his ass off the last eight games. One bad game, and I, we don't even know. We got to look at the film, bro. Like, I don't even know if it was a bad game. I know that my job is to give the ball back to the offense. But I'm behind them boys regardless. Y'all fans be so quick to switch up. Like, come on, man. That's so lame. Y'all be so quick to switch up on our team. Like, how you want to... Like, that is so crazy to me. Like, yeah, you fat, loyal fans, loyal fans. Like, cool, cool. But then y'all just switch up dumb quick. And y'all hating on us, hating on us, hating on us. Like, bruh, I thought y'all was supposed to be ride or die or something. Nah, y'all be switching up on us. That should be lame. Super lame, bro. Anyway. Just know that that man, too, he fighting as hard as everybody else in the field. And that's, it just is what it is. There you go. Uh, it's a lot of the snowman. He's sticking up for his guy, and he is calling out the doubters who aren't staying loyal. What do you think of what uh, Javon had to say there? I have so many questions. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, for our audio listeners on the pod and those yes. who aren't watching on YouTube, Javon's laying on the ground in what seems like his apartment. I, I'd love to get a little more context there. Like, I, I mean, he's an NFL player. Uh, mm -hmm. Get yourself a lazy boy, first of all. Well, uh, he's a second round pick. He doesn't quite have that big money yet. I mean, maybe he's maybe he's a cheapskate. You know, isn't uh? Didn't Wilkins tell you guys on his show he's a notorious cheapskate? Doesn't order lemonade. Just orders free water and two lemons That's with sugar, crazy. and he makes his own lemonade. He could afford his own <laughs> lemonade. That seems. That seems. Uh, I, I, you know what? I love a, a carpeted apartment, you know, sometimes to lay down on that carpet in an apartment. That's very comfy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not terrible, but, uh, but I like, I'm, I'm with him because a lot of people are doing the thing that you're saying, which is two bad games. They're back on the two of sucks bandwagon. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are doing that. And, uh, and you're right. Like people were waiting for these games to do that, but Tobin bottom line, this fan base has been split down the middle for two years split right down the middle and i know i have a lot of buddies who are die hard dolphins fans that have still been saying well let's see tua do it in the playoffs let's see tua go and win you a playoff game before they're gonna buy in so do it doesn't think, it doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise do, me do you that, think but do you think that's split or do you think it's a loud minority yeah because it, they don't want to look it. stupid because he's it. leading the league in pro bowl votes like most of the fan base was so happy when they drafted him. Yeah. And now he's good. I feel like most of the fan base loves him. It's just a couple of ingrates on social media. It's not nobody. I do believe you're right. I, but like, do you think it's 30% of the fan base? Do you think it's a fourth of the fan base? Or do you genuinely think it's closer to 50 50? No, you're right. It, it's, it's not, it's not split down the middle because every game, every home game, the jersey you see the most in the stadium, more than the 13s, more than the 99s, it's the number one jersey. It is. And every time that dude walks onto the field, that place gets loud as hell. So you're right. It's not split down the middle. But it, that loud minority had grown over the past couple seasons. Like last year, it grew a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think people were waiting for this moment for him to be down so they can step on him. Uh, but... I love that from Javon Holland. Like, this team loves Tua. The entire team loves Tua. 
Yeah, they do. Keon Crossan also came out on Twitter and he pretty much echoed it. He said, uh, it don't matter how long your loyalty has been to a team. If that's your team ride, I'll take two any day. Let that sizzle in your spirit. That's what I always say, dude. Sizzle. My, my spirit sizzles Sizzle in your spirit. That's what it does. Especially when Tua does awesome things. I just feel my spirit. It's like a skillet. Defense, has been, defense has been a little sketchy too, bro. Secondary? The, hell is the up secondary has Howard. been. Xavier oh, Howard. dude. I know. I know. What the, hell, what the hell was that? Tobin on that play where he got beat deep, and then he, he forgot to touch the guy down, and he's walking off the field. I don't know, man. I don't know if this is because there's a lot of guys banged up. I don't want to make excuses for Xavier, but we do know he's been dealing with a groin. That's a tough injury to play through, especially at his position. Um, But cornerback can also be a position where guys kind of fall off a cliff, yeah. like like running backs. And I don't know. Are we seeing almost the end of Xavier Howard as an elite player? Not as, you know, he might be decent. Obviously, look, here, here's the facts about it. Him at 60% is better than Noah Benogany at 100%. That's what they're telling you. Um, but, yeah, he has not had a good year. He has not had a good year for sure. They're going um, at him, right? Isn't that crazy? Where the past two seasons, he, he never, you know, his stats weren't that insane last year because nobody was throwing his way. But th- this year, they're going at him. Like, they're purposely, they're not throwing the ball to Cater Kohu. They're throwing it at Xavier Howard. They're staying away from Kohu. And from Keon Crossan, and they're going at X. Like that to me is crazy. I thought Cater had a really nice bounce back game out of the yeah. secondary. Um, and him, but look, him and Eric Rowe, Eric Rowe, uh, I know he's a safety, but like he was, he had eight tackles by halftime or something stupid like that. Like he was, he was playing a good game. Yeah. I, I but it, it's tough for me to get on the defense too much because, man, the offense left them yeah. no time to recover. Of course, the dam was going to break on that. Yeah. You know, like for what six red zone trips, they got them on a fourth down, got them off the field. They gave up a couple TDs and not, and then three field goals, like 23 points is a pretty good performance, especially with this offense. Yeah. You would think if I was going to go, it'd be like, oh, 23 points, this offense this year, child's play. You can get three, three touchdowns and a field goal easily, easy. So I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't great, but. To me, these last two weeks have both been on the uh, have both been more on the offense for sure in an overwhelming sure. way than it has been on the defense. See, the defense has had moments like don't let Brock Purdy carve you up on third down, but more of it's just like, dude, where the, we what the hell? What's going on? We can't we can't sustain drives. Can't sustain drives. Yeah, you're 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 allowing the other team to go out there and you had 20 minutes of possession in the game and you let the chargers have 40. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's it. That's more on the offense. I'm with you by the way, since we're talking about the secondary Mike McDaniel, cause I, he, he said this on Monday after you did the porp on Sunday night, um, Mike McDaniel was asked about Byron again. And he that's, hates the Byron Jones question. He hates it, but that's a see ya conversation because yeah. Byron Jones is, is probably Dunzo as a dolphin. Well, that's the thing that's, that's, funny about it is like i don't understand this thing that i gave up on brand as soon as i'm telling you right now as soon as byron jones was not ready for the regular season i didn't think he was playing this season because byron jones contract if he was to play they could have cut him but if he gets hurt it was guaranteed so he was dealing with his achilles last year and the thought was 
I'll get surgery on it. Now my contract is guaranteed and they can't do anything with me. It's a savvy move. It's, you know, people look, it's a selfish move, but it's, uh, you know, how many times does the NFL player get one up on the team? Never happens. Right. And so I really never had faith he was going to play this year. Like you could just tell Mike McDaniel's pretty honest about everything. He was, he was skipping around that question and hated it coming to him every single week. Like he, like, when do you ever see Mike McDaniel get really like rolling the eyes? Like, doesn't like to like, it's clearly a situation that's annoying. Cause he's like, I know this guy's not going to play. And I got to, what lie can I come up with this week? But now you're at the point of the season where you're like, you know what guys, I don't think he's going to play. Cause like, yeah. why are you going to keep asking me? Yeah. So that's what I think went down there. I saw this, um, speaking of the offense, uh, I saw this, I think it was Don Kleiman. I think was the guy's Twitter account. Does like a lot. He's like an aggregator. Is it Dove? Dove Kleinman? Dove. Uh, Dove Kleinman. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, Dove. He uh, he posted this. He said, uh, "Dolphins franchise tag Mike Gesicki for eleven million dollars this year, but they don't actually use him on offense." Uh, Gesicki has only been targeted four times in the last three games, catching zero passes. Do you think that? Mike Gusecki, I mean, obviously he's being under, he's not being utilized. Do you think he needs to be utilized more uh, to maybe spark some things? Or do you just do, should we just accept the fact that Mike McDaniel and him never really seemed like they got on the same page and, uh, and he's just not the type of tight end that he wants in the, in the system, or do they need his athleticism, his size to get some mismatches and, 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 and work some things for it. I'm split on this because Bottom line, whatever Mike McDaniel's been doing this week or this season has worked. So if he just doesn't fit the scheme, and it's obvious when he's out there, right? You know he can't pass block and he can't run block. So it's it's obvious when he's out there, um, they're going to throw the ball. So that's a major tip-off to the defense. Um, I understand the hesitancy from the offensive coach to not play him as much and not target him as much because it's too obvious what you're doing when he's out there. But I also feel like you have this major weapon. You should try your hardest to utilize them as much as possible. But Tobin, I mean, you have the league's leading receiver on your roster. And then you have Jalen Waddle, who's right up there in the top five or top six or was. I haven't even looked at it the past week. So it, it, it's not like, you know, we're, we're leaving so many points on the board because we're not utilizing Mike Kosicki. I mean, maybe, maybe you can make no. the, the case that, that you should be using him more which I, I get because he is good. Like the dude's legit. You know, I, I see him walking around at practice or whatever. And I'm saying he, you know, he's probably frustrated this year, but he knows, he knows that 10, $11 million check is coming his way. You know, sure. so he knows he's set no matter what happens this season. But I got to say, here's the one thing I would say to it. We're going into a couple weeks here. We know Jalen Waddle has been banged up with this fibula hit, you know, all types of things clearly Jalen Waddle, the one thing I'll say with last week was bothered by some of the physicality LA was playing him with um, that, that, uh, that, that seemed like it disrupted him a bit. And Tyreek is basically was hobbling around on one leg, you know, like Mike Gusecki's a talented player. So yeah, like don't utilize him as a tight end, utilize him as a receiver, then put him in some situations. Maybe Mike Daniel's upset because he dropped that ball on the sidelines and made him look a fool with that, <laughs> with that review. But I just, I don't know. Like they don't, they don't go to him anymore, dude. It's, it's like complete. He's like a forgotten man. 
he's had in the red zone, right? Like he he's been somebody that they'll go to in the red zone at times. But yeah, when it, they went but, with the with the awful gritty, that feels like it feels like eons ago. Yeah, but but I also feel like this team doesn't get in the red zone because they just score touchdowns from forty and fifty yards out anyway. So those opportunities have dwindled. Um, I like I'm I'm with you. That that's something I would have loved to have seen in the second half of that Chargers game, right? Okay, the Chargers have clearly figured out a way right now to to limit Tyreek and uh and and Jalen, and maybe injuries have to do with that. Well, why not go out there and try to get Mike Gesicki the ball? But I think he had what two targets, three targets in that game. Like Mike it, Mike Gesicki has gone last week two targets, zero yards, zero catches. The week before that, one target, zero catches for zero yards. The week before that, against the Texans, one target, zero catches, zero yards. The week before that, against the Browns, three targets, two catches, thirty-one yards. The week before that, against Chicago, two targets, one catch three yards and the last time he scored a touchdown was against Detroit where he was throwing the ball four times three catches 38 yards in a TD that's crazy should have traded him bro if, if I know if that, if that was the case should have traded him that's a missed opportunity because he he's gone like he's for sure he's not it. gonna stick around here no for and what? they're not gonna and they're not gonna franchise him again. No, like if anything, not. they're gonna they're gonna franchise Wilkins because that's who they're gonna have to pay a lot of money to in the offseason. They're gonna they're gonna end up franchise tagging him, right? Wilkins? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe they maybe they I mean he's looked amazing. He deserves whatever dollar amount the top defensive tackle gets, he deserves. I love him so much. Me too. <laughs> I love him so much, man. I can't wait till he angers Josh Allen with grabbing his junk again this week. <laughs> A full, a full handful of uh, of some Josh Allen uh, nads. Just a full handful. Oh, it looks like Josh Allen's upset. What is it? Oh, Christian Wilkins. Oh, we know. <laughs> um, did you uh, did you talk about the uh, the roughing the passer call? On oh, the worst, dude. Yeah, Jalen Phillips has also come on really strong. Right but away, yeah. he tweeted it. He tweeted it in thirty thousand feet above the air. He tweeted it on the plane on the way home. I know. He deleted it. Uh, oh, he did not delete it. He did delete it. He did delete it. I wish oh, he did it. Come on. Uh, but yeah, he's right. Like it, I, that was that. What happened to him was criminal. Like that was ridiculous. And, and that talk about money. Like sacks is a big deal for a pass rusher. They're not very common. And so for a guy to have a sack taken away from him because of a bogus penalty, I would be furious. Not only just because of the game situation, but like you're, you're messing with my money. These officials not knowing what the hell they're looking at. How was uh how was the broadcast after that play? Was Collinsworth just like beside himself that they called that? I don't even remember. I was beside myself. I don't even remember <laughs> what the hell he said. Now that you think about it, I would imagine he was, but I was at a, I was at the sports bar and I was, That's right. all That's of the right. fans were so upset with each. We were like yelling amongst ourselves. I don't even remember what he said. Now that you mentioned it. It was weird too because Dolphins players are celebrating, and like twelve seconds later, the official just drops the flag. Yeah, it was crazy. The whole thing, the whole thing was was bizarre. It was like was, it was like Kane's Fiesta Bowl late. Like what the yes. hell? Yeah, Larry Coker has the trophy in his hand already, and the official is, is throwing the stupid flag. Man, it was uh, it it angered me greatly, but you know, obviously, small potatoes compared to why they lost. But it, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Football does this thing all the time where I'm like, I don't know what I'm, I don't, I, football's hard enough to understand, but they legitimately make like the simplest rules really, really difficult. What's a catch? What's pass interference? 
How can you hit the quarterback? It changes every year. It, 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 it's it, I, now it's eligible receivers. Everybody wants those rules changed. You know, like it, it, you don't know what you're watching anymore. And the officials seem like they make up the rules as they go. That was another thing that bothered me. The return of the ineligible man downfield for the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Come on. That that was that was week seven. We got that fixed already in week seven. But what a lot of people, but here's the thing, a lot of people want that rule changed because they think it's garbage with like with the with the run pass option and all that stuff. Like, you know, it's let's let's grow up a little bit. This is in 1974. Like Zonk's not back there. Let's let's <laughs> you know, like let 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 the lineman cut loose a little bit. Did Zonk tweet after the game? Did you? Uh... He ge- he gave up. He like gave up. I think I think he gave up like after the Tyree Kill tweet. Uh, the Tyree Kill uh, the fumble reek ski. I think he's that not, was the last. He's time. not selling his book anymore. He's done on Twitter. Ah, uh, let me see. I gotta find Zonk. What did he? What was the Let's last? See. The last Zonka. tweet was was yesterday, but it's about his book. It's a reviews from his book. He goes, uh, "There you go. Thank goodness for Hill. Even with a bank bad ankle, he comes through. Not a bad throw either." I want more of that hashtag MIA versus LAC hashtag fins up hashtag. SNF. Oh, look, he did tweet most ridiculous call. I've seen unbelievable hashtag MIA versus LAC. Yeah. Fins up. Hashtag Sunday night football. Can't believe backups are covering our receivers as well as they are. He's right about that. Uh, on the, on the Hill fumble recovery, the fumble reek ski, he goes, uh, what was that? Can we run that play again? Thank you. Hill. I've watched uh, that replay so many times. Does it not look? There's one camera angle where it looks like Teron Armstead flips the ball to Tyreek Hill. I don't think he he meant to. I think he just went to grab it and it's it squeaked out. But it it almost looks like Teron flips the ball to Tyreek Hill, which would be the most insane thing ever because how could he have known Tyreek Hill was there? He couldn't. He's on the ground with 30 people on top of him. But I the thought... idea, the idea that the ball just lands perfectly in his, in in the fastest player in the world's hands and amazing. everybody's on the ground to me is just the the dumbest thing ever it was that's, so amazing that's one of those like you remember like it, it's like one of those like man i really wish you could enjoy that play more cuz it was so insane but you know it happened in a loss so like it'll be probably lost in dolphins lore but i i don't i don't think you're going to see many crazier plays than what he was able to do there and just all of the all of the dog, but like when when I thought when Justin Herbert fumbled that ball, I thought we were gonna get the ball back and win. Oh my god, that's right. I thought I was like, oh my god, ah! we were like all <laughs> screaming in the sports bar. It was crazy, and then the same thing on the onside kick because like every dolphin was pointing, pointing. that they had the ball. They lied to me. What is up with that? Like let's let's wait, let's wait till you know for sure you have the ball to start pointing. Yeah, there's usually like one boob. I saw like seven people point. I'm like, <laughs> oh, they got the ball. No. <laughs> I'm like, well, why, why would you guys do that? Did you think you're going to like get the ref to change his mind? And and one other play that that really bothered me. I was just I, I wanted to talk to you about this so bad. Mm. The third and goal from like the twenty, where the Dolphins line up everybody, their entire secondary line uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was, dude. What the hell was that? I don't know what, what the hell that was. was that? Let me tell you something. Nobody is can I let's be let's let's be honest about something. Nobody's more happy about Tua stinking up the joint the last two weeks than Josh Boyer. Josh Boyer, yeah. Josh Boyer's like, whoo! Because he's had some doozies these past couple of weeks, dude. I don't know what he's doing, but he's sneakily like, oh, thank God that Tua's uh sucking an egg because I am out here and I'm just 
put people like I haven't seen defense that bad since like the Canes with Mark D'Onofrio, like back like with with Al Golden's teams. Like, what were they do? I don't know, dude. D'Onofrio, it was it was a third and two, and he had he had two guys on 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 the line of scrimmage. I mean, D'Onofrio, D'Onofrio fell off so hard after that. I I just couldn't understand what the hell was going on. And you're so right, Josh Boyer is so lucky that two has been playing terrible. There's nobody I want to hear for more, from more this week than Josh Boyer. He normally speaks like Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday, I think. Yeah. He, no, wait. Yes, I think Thursday. Yeah. He normally speaks later in the week. Um, I, I, like I, I need to understand because you know, you know, the entire media is going to be there to ask him that question. Like what? Oh, for sure. What was the idea behind having everybody? Because I understand playing prevent defense on a third and long or a fourth and long, and it's twenty yards to gain. And all you have to do is stop them short of the line to gain, right? But not when it's in the red zone and they can get close enough to go for it on fourth down. You know Josh, what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Josh Boyer speaks at 1145-ish on Thursday. He will answer for his crimes. Yeah, he must. He must. He, he must. must. All right, dude, it was good to pour up with you again, man. Uh, glad to have you back. Do you need a jacket? Like, what do you need? Are you going to be all right? <laughs> I might. I might. Hawk was Hawk was asking me Hawk and Crowder because last year went to Anchor Bar. You know they have the stupid little buffalo wings, and it's so overrated. But um, I told them I'm flying in Friday night. I'm going straight to the hotel. I'm Ubering food, and I'm waking up the next morning, going straight to the stadium, and then after the game, we're getting the hell out of Buffalo. Yeah, I, I want nothing to do with that city. I want I don't want to see a Buffalonian. And I, I don't want to eat those stupid buffalo wings either. I'm ordering Chipotle Good. right to the hotel, and I'm going right to bed when we get there. Good. You know, we're not going to be like – like we don't want to hang out in your city like you guys want to down here. Oh, they're oh, all at – the sun. Elbow room. Let's all meet up at elbow room and, and, and wear our Buffalo Bills gear. No, no, no. We're going to the hotel, and we're getting the hell out of that city. I like it, dude. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your trip. Uh, Glad to have you back for a few days. Back boots on the ground down here in Miami. And uh, for the rest of you porpers out there, we'll talk to you next time.